Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the six habits that I believe that all confident eaters have. So these are the individuals that are just like chill around food. They have a good relationship with food. They also pay attention to the way that they eat, but they're not following a crazy diet. They're not super on and off with their nutrition. And they, they really trust themselves around food. So we are going to talk a little bit about that. But first, I wanted to share a couple of things that my clients have said recently, because one of my absolute favorite coaching techniques is to get my clients to start focusing on what they are already doing well, rather than focusing on the road in front of them of all of these things that they feel like they need to fix. And if you're a perfectionist, you know what I mean, because it's probably really hard for you to actually see what you're already doing well. And that can be pretty demotivating because if we're always just focusing on how long this road is in front of us, we're always going to feel like we're behind. So to get us all sort of in the right mindset for today, I'm going to share a couple of things that my clients have put in their weekly check-ins, I always ask the question, what are you proud of this week? And it doesn't have to be something related to food or nutrition, but here are a couple that I really loved. I am really proud to say that it keeps getting easier and easier to eat out with friends stress-free. It's so much easier for me now to say, no, I don't want more and actually stop eating when I'm full. I'm also really proud of myself for realizing that snacking isn't the solution to the stress that I feel at work. And I feel like I'm able to address the problem instead of just going directly for bread or other snacky things. And then here is another one that I really loved from a different client. I stopped eating when I was full twice over the weekend. That's never really happened to me before. Normally, I just finish whatever is on my plate. So with that, we are going to get started. Now that we are focusing on some of the little things that we do well, you might recognize, oh, you know, I did stop when I was full the other day, or I am noticing my stress better. And if you're not, that's okay. I'm actually going to be sharing with you today, some things, some habits that might be helpful for you to focus on and also sharing about the confident eater group program. So if you are interested in getting some help in learning how to implement this stuff, you're going to understand what that might look like for you. So I chose the term confident eater because the dictionary definition of the word confidence is this. Well, there's a few definitions of the word confidence, but this is the one that I really liked. And that is that confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from an appreciation of one's own ability, abilities or qualities. So I want you to think about that for a second, because if you felt self-assured in your eating habits and you felt self-assured in your relationship with food, what would that change for you? Because I know what that changed for me personally. And technically, I've quote unquote known what to do in my nutrition for over 10 years. I finished my first, first health coaching certification 11 years ago. But even though I knew quote unquote what to do, I was not self-assured in my abilities or my, my qualities around food. I doubted all of my decisions. I still followed ridiculous diet advice, even though I knew better. And I definitely did not trust myself around lots of different foods or in many different situations. And I still felt like my self-control was hanging by a thread. And so from the outside, when you saw me, 
it looked like I had it all together. I looked fit. I look, I was working out all the time. I looked so quote unquote, quote, healthy, but in my head, there was this constant math equation of like, should I be eating this? Or how many, you know, how many of that thing can I have? And I spent so much time justifying when I would overeat or even worse, I was justifying my avoidance of certain situations because I felt like my willpower just wouldn't last and it would completely take me down this just terrible road. And so from outside, I was this picture of confidence, but on the inside, I was a mishmash of like self-doubt. I did not trust myself even though, yes, I technically, quote unquote, knew what to do. And you can hear a lot more about this in episodes 27 and 28, where I share my full story all the way from my issues in childhood up until more recent issues, and also how I became a more mindful eater and a more confident eater. And honestly, to get to this process, I took a lot of time when I was creating the Confident Eater program to really understand, okay, what are these qualities? And observing the work that I've done with clients over the last six years, like what is helping them become confident in their eating habits and what has helped me as well? And so I've got these sort of six habits or six qualities. And these are the fundamentals of the Confident Eater Group program. Each module in the program is going to walk you through how to understand and implement these concepts and then create a framework around them that works for you and your life and your different seasons of life. And I know sometimes we just want someone when it comes to nutrition to just be like, just do this, right? And that might be because you're kind of worn out from doing a million different things. You've tried all the motivation hacks and all the willpower strategies. And it kind of feels like, well, maybe I just can't change. And I have clients right now, and I've worked with many clients that came to me and they're like, I've tried it all. I don't think I can change. I, you know, I'm scared to do this. And I've had some that it's taken a while for them to get to the point where like, okay, I am going to sign up with you, even though I don't know if I can do this. Sometimes we just got to jump in, right? But I want to I want to share kind of the, an understanding of how these habits work that you can put into the framework of your life that I think is going to be really helpful if you're an all or nothing person. And I want you to think of all of the habits that we're going to discuss today and your nutrition, your lifestyle as a whole, like a volume dial on a radio. Sometimes you turn the volume up. So maybe you get in an extra workout or you're able to cook at home a lot more. Sometimes life happens and you have to turn the volume down. So maybe that looks like maybe all week, all you can do is just super fast 10 minute workouts. Or maybe all you can get to is just a couple of walks. Maybe when the volume is turned down, you don't have the capacity to do any cooking at all. So you throw together meals from things that you buy pre-made or you find takeout that fits with the framework that you have for balanced eating and, and do that. And this is because this is literally how life works. We are constantly having to turn up and down the volume, but most of us are turning on and off the radio. And so if you're waiting for that perfect time to just get it all figured out, it's never going to come. Or even if the perfect time does come, it's going to then be succeeded by a time that is not the perfect time. And so it's really important for us to learn how to turn this volume up and turn the volume down. And I really encourage clients to start coaching when life is stressful and chaotic, because life is always going to be either a time between stressful and chaotic, or it is going to be stressful and chaotic. And time is going to go by no matter what, right? Like, tomorrow is going to happen. So 
there are so many small changes that we can make even when that volume is low and those changes compound. So honestly, I usually tell clients when they're on the fence, I'm like, look, we can go for it. We can make the changes you have the capacity to make. We can turn up and down the volume as you see fit. And the confident eater is going to teach you how to do that for yourself. And so I'm going to hop in now. I'm going to get off my soapbox. You know that if you ever want to have a chat with me about your goals or your struggles, you can sign up for a free chat. I would love to talk to you. And the link for that is in the show notes where you're also going to have details to sign up for the email list. So you get all of the cheat sheets and PDFs that I mentioned in all of these podcast episodes in your inbox. So let's jump in to the six fundamental habits of a confident eater. So habit number one, a confident eater uses her values as her North star for decisions, big and small. And this habit may be the one that brings the most self-assuredness to your life and understanding your core values and how to use them as a guide is the bulk of the first module of the confident eater process. Your core values are the principles and qualities that you wish to embody in your life. And so for me, connection and freedom are both core values of mine. And I didn't realize this back then, but when I was really deep into tracking macros and being super strict with my nutrition, that period actually took me farther away from my values of connection and freedom because I lacked connection with the people around me because I felt so nervous about sharing meals and experiences that involved food and I couldn't track. I didn't feel free enough to enjoy a spontaneous meal out or free enough to actually decide I was going to go off, quote unquote, like off plan or whatever that was. And so in defining more core values, it became so clear to me why this didn't sit well with me and why this didn't align with the kind of life I want. And so for me, I know that the way that I eat needs to promote connection and allow me freedom. And so if you struggle to trust yourself when it comes to decision-making, knowing your core values is, it's a complete game changer. And it's the very first thing you're going to do in TCE. You're going to learn how to work out your core values. And you're also going to learn how they connect back to your eating habits and your nutrition goals. And so habit number two, a confident eater regularly practices the basics of balanced eating. And I want to be clear that there's a difference between eating healthful or nutritious foods and actually eating in a balanced way. And so you could theoretically be eating, you know, all organic or all superfoods, et cetera, et cetera. But you might notice that your energy levels are up and down. Your mood is kind of all over the place. Maybe you have cravings all the time and you're like, well, why? Because I eat so healthy. And this precise thing is why balanced eating is so important. And this means including protein, fats, carbs, and veggies or fruit in most, if not all of your meals. And it totally transforms how you feel and also how you think, your focus, your productivity. It's awesome. I've worked with so many clients that come to me eating way low protein or really low carb, and they don't get why they're always hungry or they struggle with overeating on chocolate or cookies or whatever whatever foods it is that they, that they overeat on. And I want to be really clear that balanced eating does not exclude any foods. And the method that I teach is one that gives you a framework. That's kind of like a plug and play. You start to understand how you can make the foods that you really like fit into this framework in a way that works for your lifestyle so that you enjoy what you eat. And you also make sure that your, your body is getting what it needs. And honestly, I will say this is hands down the most sustainable method of eating I have seen. 
And it also means that even if you don't cook, you can still eat balanced meals and you're going to learn how to do that in the program. Habit number three, a confident eater is also a mindful eater and someone who knows how to pay attention to her internal cues. This means that a confident eater is able to notice hunger and fullness cues. They're able to distinguish between emotional and physical hunger and also stay present when eating. Yeah, sometimes there are going to be mindless meals. That's just part of life, but that is not the, the norm for a confident eater. And becoming a more mindful eater can reduce your reliance on outside rules to control what you eat or how you eat or how much you eat. So for example, you can easily go out to eat with friends. You notice when you're full, instead of just mindlessly finishing everything on the plate because it's in front of you. And this really builds confidence in your connection with your body. And it builds so much trust in yourself around food. And my clients, when they start practicing mindful eating, they notice that they do think about food a lot less and they stress a lot less over their food decisions. So we are, we're halfway through. We are on to habit number four. So habit number four, a confident eater has a time management system that fits her lifestyle and doesn't always run around just trying to quote unquote, find time. And the reason I say this is not because like, I do want to acknowledge that we don't all have the same 24 hours in a day. We definitely don't. We all have different commitments, but often when we just quote unquote, try to find time to do something, especially something that feels a little hard or uncomfortable or something that's new, we often end up waiting, procrastinating, putting it off, scrolling on social media instead. And an effective time management system is not about looking for time where it doesn't exist or squeezing in more things or just trying to be super, super productive. It's about using your time in a way that is intentional and actually aligns with your core values. And it's about making time for the things that you actually want to do so that you can be that person that you want to be. For me, for example, I've got a flexible schedule, but a time management system for someone who does not have flexibility might look like setting aside a few minutes intentionally on Sunday night to do an online grocery shop. Maybe they schedule quick lunch breaks so that they can actually have a break from work meetings and eat semi-mindfully instead of just shoving food in in front of the computer. And so instead of scrambling to find time for these things that are, are a lot about self-care, time management gives you the confidence of knowing that you've already thought about this stuff ahead of time. So on to habit number five. I really like doing silly voices and I want, I'm going to start doing more silly voices on the podcast, you guys, side note. So habit number five, that's not a silly voice, by the way. A confident eater has a flexible mindset and practices the something is better than nothing principle. And chances are, if you are listening to this podcast, you might be a little bit of a perfectionist. If you can't do something right, you might not do it at all. Or you might feel like you're a total failure or you might keep just pushing it off and waiting for the perfect time or the perfect diet or the perfect workout plan. You probably also get pretty frustrated when you don't immediately see yourself excelling at something or seeing huge progress towards a goal. And that's pretty demotivating. You probably tend to give up. And so adopting that flexible mindset and telling yourself, really embodying that something is better than nothing principle means that you're a lot less hard on yourself when you're not perfect because perfection doesn't really exist. 
but you're also able to keep moving forward towards whatever goals you have, even when the circumstances themselves are not perfect. So imagine, imagine this. Also not a funny voice. Now that I said this, I'm really self-conscious about it. Imagine, imagine how confident you'd be in your eating habits if you knew that one imperfect day of eating did not mean that you've ruined your progress. It didn't mean anything about your self-worth. It did not mean that you were a failure. Or if you knew that even a meal that wasn't super healthy was way better than just being like, nah, screw it. And moving on to habit, habit number six. Um, Wow, I am I cannot believe I was talking about the funny voice and I'm so self-conscious. So habit number six of a confident eater is that a confident eater has a set of fundamental habits that she can fall back on even when her capacity is low. And so in TCE, we walk through habit formation strategies and we work through how to use habits that you've already got. So habits that already feel natural and automatic for you to build in new habits that support those core values. And I don't tell you specifically what those habits are because this is important for you to work out yourself. And I will offer you guidance on how to do that. But understanding that part of being a confident eater is having those habits that do promote your well-being, that do promote your self-care and being able to fall back on those even when you don't have 100% capacity. And so I'll give you an example of what this might look like. I have a client that feels absolutely amazing when she moves her body first thing in the morning. Personally, I hate working out first thing in the morning, so that's not a helpful habit for me. I have another client who feels super confident when she sets aside time to prep her meals ahead of time so that she doesn't have to worry about it when she heads to work. And I have other clients that don't do any meal prep at all. So what those habits are depends on the individual, but in TCE, you're going to learn how to implement, how to, well, how to define your habits first, and then how to implement those habits in a way that aligns with your values and goals and how to actually test them out to find what really does work. So recap real quick, six fundamental habits of a confident eater that all align directly with the learning modules and exercises in TCE are using values as a North Star for decisions big and small, regularly practicing the basics of balanced eating, eating mindfully and having, it, having knowledge of internal cues, uh, having a time management system that fits the individual's lifestyle and isn't this person is not always trying to just quote unquote find time for things or quote unquote remember to do things. Um, having a flexible, flexible mindset and practicing the something is better than nothing principle. And finally, having a set of core habits to fall back on even when capacity is low. And so you've probably gotten this by now if you've made it this far, but the goal of this podcast is to help you realize how important the confident eater process is in helping you create a life in which food takes up mental space, sorry, less mental space so that you are able to fully participate in all areas of your life without the self-doubt or willpower struggle around food and your body. And maybe you're already kind of working through a couple of these habits. Maybe you're like me and you're like, I got this. I am going to do this by myself. And yeah, I hear you. I am super independent. It took me a long time to feel okay asking and paying for help. And I will tell you that since I have started working with coaches, my capacity, my self-understanding, my self-trust, my ability to be self-aware is, 
has skyrocketed. I've had some terrible, terrible coaching experiences, but I've had some really amazing ones. And I want you to think about it like this. If you're around 30 years old, working on this stuff, so building these habits into your life or building these principles into your life for a couple of months is literally less than 1% of your life. But think about how much energy, stress, and time you've already invested in the frustrations and the stress around your relationship with food. And I've worked with clients that have spent a really long time doing this stuff. And it's because we always think that like the next quick fix is around the corner. And I, I wish it was, I wish I could just snap my fingers and be like, cool, you now embody these six habits, but it does take some work, but it's awesome, awesome work. And Maybe you're also thinking, well, what I really want is to lose weight and you are not addressing weight loss in your six habits. And you're right. These habits are not focused on weight loss, but for many of you listening, your struggles with weight loss have a lot more to do with your ups and downs, the days where you undereat and then overeat or your struggle with cravings and emotional eating than they do with what diet you're on. So that means that implementing mindful eating and balanced eating habits may lead you in the direction that you're looking for without having to deal with the crazy restriction and the on and off and all of the other stuff associated with dieting. And just a little bit about the logistics of TCE. This is an eight-week program. There are six learning modules and they align with the six habits of a confident eater. Each week, you'll be invited to a group coaching call that will also be recorded for you to rewatch anytime you like. And each of the modules is going to teach you and then walk you through how to put what you learn in practice. This course was designed using a reverse course design method, which means each lesson was designed with a purpose. Each step of the way, you're going to practice and integrate what you've learned. And at any time, you can always ask questions, get coached, celebrate your wins, or get support with your struggles. Each module includes editable worksheets, templates, bonus mini trainings, and you're going to get access to it for the rest of your life. So even when your situation changes, your seasons of life change, and you need a refresher or you need a reminder or you need to give yourself some of that accountability again, you can revisit these modules and work through them again on their own. You could do the whole thing. That is completely up to you and you will have access to it. So I want to leave you with actionable tips for this episode. So first, get on the wait list for TCE. And you can do that at bitesize.ck.page slash confident eater. You can also do that. There's a link in the show notes. And I want you to get on the wait list because I'm opening it up to the wait list first, especially if you're listening to this in real time, June, 2022, because this round will be a beta round, which means that it is going to have a huge discount And you are going to also get to like help shape this course. So any feedback, anything that you need, we're going to be able to update that in real time so that you get everything you need to fully embody these habits. I also, so aside from that, I do really have other actionable tips for you. One, I want you to start getting curious about where and why you're doubting yourself. Consider writing down where you notice these sticking points. Where's the incoherence between what you say you'll do or what you say you want to do and what you actually do? I also want you to to close your eyes. Well, not if you're driving and think about what life looks on the other side of this. Imagine what it looks like to give yourself the gift of support, guidance, and education 
instead of trying to just quote unquote, follow the rules or stick with the ups and downs that you've been with for another, however long. And this is something that we often tend to put off. We really, really do. I don't know how many clients I've worked with that have been considering working with someone or getting coached for a long time. And it, it's hard to pull the trigger. I know. And this is why I want to let you know, I'm here. If you want to chat, I have many resources that I'm happy to share with you. Um, I have 30 more podcast episodes. If you want to learn more about me, my methods, my philosophy, happy to share client testimonials. I will link those actually in the show notes. And I will leave you with a testimonial from an incredible client of mine, Lisa. And she said, I really thought that I had tried everything. Coaching with Jillian was a full 360 degree change in my health and mindset. I went from feeling like I had hit a total dead end and now had to come to terms with what my body looked like because every fad diet I had tried only worked short term and then the cycle started again to the point where I had emptied my wardrobe of clothes I thought I would not fit into again ever one day. Little did I realize that my biggest issue was actually my ingrained diet mindset that I developed over 30 years that was stopping me feeling and looking so much better. Jillian helped me start chipping away at this and looking at my nutrition from a whole new angle. I had no idea that Jillian's simple structure would literally change my life. So enrollment for the beta round of the Confident Eater starts the last week of June, 2022. As I said, please make sure you're on the wait list because that's going to give you the first opportunity to get a spot when I open them up. Please, 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 if you have any questions, set up a call with me. Let's chat. I'm happy to answer questions. I'm also happy to answer questions via DM um, on Instagram. So you can write me Instagram at Bite Size Nutri, and I'm happy to answer any questions you have. And if you know anyone that you're like, hey, hey, yeah, I know people that could definitely use this. I'm okay, but I know people that could get a lot of value out of this. Send them this podcast. Let them listen. Let them understand what the, the habits of a confident eater look like, and then they can make their own decision. So with that, my friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And hopefully I will see you very soon.